Hallelujah. Friends, once again, welcome this morning to another beautiful live session of the Potter's Gate online broadcast. This is a platform heaven has set aside for the development and empowerment of the church. This is a platform the Lord has brought forth in this season to chart the path in the advancement of God's prophetic intention for the church, for the body of Christ across the world. We're based in South Africa. The Lord is helping us that from this point, we are beaming the light of God across the earth, across the nations. Wherever you are, wherever you are in tune or you are able to connect to our platform, this place will align you to God's prophetic counsel for your life, for your home, your family, your ministry, and of course for your community. This is an apostolic hub. This is a point where we teach, we train, we equip for God so that the saints can come to their order of existence. This is a platform where we want to continue to speak the mind of God so the church at least will have a sense of direction. The church will be able to move towards that which heaven is saying. We, we, we do not hold back at the, on this platform. We speak the mind of God. In every generation, there is a company of people heaven has ordained to speak his word. God has made their, their forehead strong, all right, so that no matter what is thrown at them, they are not shaken, they are not moved, all right? We do not sing the praise of men. We appreciate people. We bless them, but we do not sing the praise of men. We want to see the will of God be fulfilled, be established in the life of people, regardless of where they are, who they are. None of us is disenfranchised as long as we have made our way to the heart of God. If you have given your life to Jesus, you've surrendered yourself to the counsel of God, to the desires of God, you are not disenfranchised, regardless of the color of your skin or, you know, uh, where you are, you know, in the world, no matter what you're doing or what you're not doing, if your spirit is alive, if your spirit is awakened, you have the potential to be anything and everything God has designed for you. And this is what we are about, to train, to equip, to build people so that they can amen, enter into their day of manifestation. We know if you are following our, our, our broadcast, you've been following our teachings, you will know that we have been teaching that every everyone living on earth has got a mandate, has got an assignment and it is our calling, it's my mandate to train, to equip, to help people define and understand God's intention for their life and fulfill it. And that doesn't come, amen, easy because we've imbibed all kinds of belief system, all kinds of values, standards, you know, that men have laid upon us that we were born into. In fact, we will continue to speak along that line this morning. Yesterday we were on that line, but I had to quickly uh, interrupt the broadcast because I needed to ad attend to something very urgent, but I thank the Lord that is in control. All right. So this morning, by God's grace, again, we will continue, amen, 
in this journey of uh, uncovering, in this journey of discovering, in this journey of spiritual growth, in this journey of maturity, if you ever desire to be anything in life, you know that you need a trainer to help you, to equip you. In fact, the Lord Jesus himself, amen, did not leave us dangling when he left the earth. He left us with a trainer. He is called the Holy Spirit. He said, I'm not going to leave you as orphans. I'm not going to leave you, amen, wandering in the wilderness. I'm not going to leave you disenfranchised. As much as, as I've given to you all that is required for you to become and achieve what, amen, uh, uh, your life has been designed for, still I'm not going to leave you as orphans. I'm going to, you know, send the Holy Spirit who will guide you, who will teach you, who will bring you into all truth. That is how important the concept, amen, of God giving to us a, a trainer, somebody to build us, somebody to equip us, somebody to train us, to help us achieve. Amen. If you don't have anyone in your life, you are not sourcing wisdom, knowledge from people who know better than you, who are more resourced than you, who have grace and capacity than you. The enemy is going to make a means of you. He's going to tear you down. He's going to pull you down because he knows that amen, there are things that you don't know. He knows that there are things you have not come to understand all right and you know like i know that that is one of the most difficult thing to do to submit ourselves amen yes to the ministry of the spirit not even to talk about submitting ourselves to people it is the most challenging thing it is the most you know uh, uh, excruciating thing to do but if we surrender to the heart of god to the mind of god to the voice of god of course all of this has to be done through an open spirit through amen an honest you know spirit through a, a mindset that is willing amen when you know that what you are submitting to who you are submitting to the direction you are flowing amen is is confirming is affirming truth in your life regardless of how painful that truth may come that's the work of a trainer not too long ago one of the, one one of the athletes in nigeria you know took the uh, gold medalist in in the commonwealth olympics that just uh, are finished i mean if you listen to the story of this woman you will know that she was she was she was she was determined she was ready but beyond that she had support that's the story of life. Any champion, anyone who is a champion or who wants to become a champion in life needs, hallelujah, support, needs encouragement, needs truth, amen, that they don't want to hear, needs the kind of training. In fact, that's the whole essence, hallelujah, of, of, how, of us having people to help us, to equip us, to train us because, amen, uh, they, will, they are there to push us, to bring us to a place we don't want to go. You know, I perceive that some of the things that we are saying, amen, are hard on people. And some are withdrawing. Some feel maybe this guy is just too hard or, you know, no, I'm, I'm not supposed to, if I'm, if, I'm the, if I'm on the level that you are, then I have no purpose in your life. Then I have no reason, amen, to be speaking, to be communicating to you. I have, because we're on the same level. All right. If God has placed me where I am to equip, to build, amen, to train, to, to, to bring the best out of you, then you will have to trust what the Spirit of God is saying. In fact, you need, you need to go back, amen, into the Word of God and cross-check if the things that we are declaring, if the things that we are saying, if the way we are declaring it, amen, contradicts the values of God. You've got, amen, a reference book. You've got the Holy Spirit. You've got the Word of God, amen, to help you make that decision. So we are not forcing anyone. 
we are not amen are, are trying to cajole and we're not trying to appease anyone we're trying to bring the best out of you like the lord was speaking to us amen uh, two days ago about his fire was it yesterday morning about his fire hallelujah the fire is there to purify the fire is there to build but wait a minute before we begin to go into all of this i i, I just thought i should amen give us a groundwork amen a framework of what we stand for this will require people that are honest people that are sincere people that are ready people that are determined to want to go all the way with god if you want to go all the way with god then he has made available amen the resource to do that amen the bible says through the wilderness he led them through amen are uh, uh, the pillar of cloud uh, 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 you know but 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 they are the pillar of fire by night and that was done under the auspice of the leadership of moses we've got to understand what the lord is doing in this new day there are things the spirit of god is emphasizing all right that we need to understand but before we go into all of this father we thank you once again for this new day thank you for your will and counsel thank you for the way your word is coming to us thank you father for the way your spirit yes is 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 laying hold of our inner man yes and walking this door until we are ready yes lord yes to be put in the fire as as the baker will put the dough in the fire yes getting ready for the bread to be baked and when that bread is baked yes it is served everyone loves bread it's a beauty to behold but it's more wonderful yes to eat thank you lord that we will be edible in this season in this season of your prophetic mandate and intention our life will bring forth the best our life will bring forth yes your intention we will not be soulish we will not be emotional you know in an overt way that the enemy can hijack your counsel in our life we will continue lord you have placed me here as your mouthpiece as one to speak and to convey your your heart your mind your desire your word says let those who have the ears to hear it's a calling if we don't have the ears to hear how can we hear what the spirit of god is saying so i pray today oh god that to as many who want to hear your voice wherever they are across the world who want to hear dossier the lord who want to know where you are who want to know what you're doing who want to know the emphasis of your spirit for the day who want to be part of a company almighty god who will represent your intentions for their life for their home for their community for the church the ecclesia in this end of days who will be yes people ready to, to to manifest your intention then they have this platform we will not drop the standard you've not called us to drop the standard so we will continue to build up we will continue to raise high the standard so i thank you once again for hearts for men and women whom you have set aside yes no no one is sent to everybody we are sent to a particular people we're sent to a particular group we're sent to a particular tribe that's the way you design it in the world even in the in the new testament there were people sent to the gentiles there were people sent to the jews so we thank you in this glorious day that as you continue to speak to us about yes being ready being prepared as you continue to engage a church that will be equipped that will come to the full stature of christ lord we thank you that we will not drop the standard that we will abide on the lane that you have called us oh god in potter's gate lord as our vessels our people are scattered all across the globe all across the world i pray father that whenever they come across this truth that their heart once again will align 
people following us, oh God, from Papua New Guinea, people following us from U Europe, from America, yes, from Asia, from Africa, from different parts of the world, people who are connected to this, to this stream. Between yesterday and this morning, uh, 20 people have already downloaded the material we released yesterday. And somebody will say, what is 20? Well, 20 to me is a breakthrough. Because if 20 people can catch the fire, you can change the world. You can change the world, Father. If 20 can catch the fire, if one, two, three, four people in Papua New Guinea, in Australia, can catch the fire, in Europe can catch the fire, the United Kingdom can catch the fire. In France can catch the fire. If people in India following us, in, in Pakistan can follow us. Ah, then the job is done. So we have no regrets. And we have no apologies. Than to continue to raise the bar. And raise the standard. And in this father you will continue to send help. Because you know that I need help. You know, you know that I need support. I need financial support. I need grace. I need, I need men and women who will be committed and say, we will continue to support this work until we see the manifestation of God's intention. So I thank you. My hands lifted to you again. Not to a man. My eyes on you, my father. My provider. My Ebenezer. My El Shaddai. Thank you that you are able that when one door closes up, you open another. It takes a door to close up for another door to be open. So I thank you for the closed doors. The doors that will be closing. The ones that will be closing. Because my eyes is on the one that you are about to open. <clears throat> oh, hallelujah. I bless your name, oh God. Thank you. This is ministry. People have asked me in past, how is the ministry doing? I say, I'm doing well. They say, what are you talking about? I say, I am the ministry. If I am well, whatever I do is well. Ministry is not what we do. It's our standing before Elion. And so my father, I worship you this morning. You have given me another day. You have awoken me to see the light of this day. To be your mouthpiece. The voice of one crying in the wilderness of men. Prepare the way of the Lord. That's my mandate. Make his path straight. Hallelujah. Honor and glory be to you, Lamb of God. Thank you, Father. That we will continue to salt the earth. We will continue to salt the earth. We will continue to season the earth. Yes. You said if the salt, yes, loses its, its savour, its flavour, what good is the salt? What good is the salt? Thank you, Spirit of God, that we are a salt. And we will continue, yes, to remain relevant in our assignment. We will salt you as you come to this platform, as you come to Potter's Gate, as you come into this atmosphere. It's our duty to continue to maintain you as a salt and a light to the world, to your home, to yourself. Hallelujah. Honor and glory. No man take this ministry upon himself except them that are called. Thank you, Father, for the calling. Thank you, Father, for the calling. I did not buy this. I did, I did not buy this. Even when men wanted to give me a title, I rejected it. I refused it. 
I'm not going to buy a title. I'm not going to buy a doctorate degree. I'm not going to buy a bishopric you know, position. No, I've been offered all those things. Even before I got to this level, I refused it. Why? Because my eyes on the on the one who called me. I thank you, Father. I honor your name. You are the one who equip us. You are our sufficiency. So we, we, we do not hold back. No, we will continue to punch. We will continue to punch. Yes, Paul talked about beating ourselves. Yes, we are not like one who beats the air. No, we have, we have objective. We have clarity. We have purpose. And we are strategic about what the Lord is called us to do in this season. So I thank you, Elion. I honor your name once again. Thank you for the strength that you have given to me and everyone and all our people following us who are fasting. We fast to open the channel of a new day. We fast to open the portal of the spirit. I'm fasting for my children who do not understand the battle ahead of them, who do not understand what life we throw at them. I'm preparing them by going the way. It is the ministry of Noah. He was the one chosen among his family. He represented, it was Noah and his family. So I thank you. That was many who are committed to us. They are in this boat. It is the responsibility of a leader to carry everyone who have come under their wings. Lord, in this new day, everyone who has connected to us in spirit and in truth, in honesty, not just talking about the truth, but truly being honest, being honest about it. It takes honesty for truth to become reality for truth to be made alive when you are not honest and you're talking about the truth you are just digging a grave for yourself because you are slapping god in his face you are making a mockery of the things of god the days that god look away is over this is the day where the lord is judging his house and we need to align ourselves we need to align our mind we need to fall on the rock and be broken so that amen we can be carried up and be fitted into our rightful position again thank you that you are building your church in this season in time and these are the ways of the building these are the instruments of the building you're building your church and the gates of hell will not resist it they will try but they will not overcome they will not succeed we thank you as we deal with the enemy of man it's called the soul. It's called the soul because the soul allow the enemy to gain leeway. The soul, the falling kind of first Adamic nature allows the enemy, yes, to gain leeway into dimensions in our life that is, is not supposed to gain access. So the enemy is not, the enemy is, is secondary. Uh, Satan and his, and his courts are secondary. The first chief enemy we're dealing with is us, is the flesh, is you. You are the enemy of your own self, the soul that I refuse to give up, that I've refused. Yes, listen, you can only go as far as the redemption of your soul. You can only go as far as the redemption of your soul. That's powerful. 
that's that heaven just hit me with that you can only go as far as the redemption of your soul there are things we were talking about yesterday thank you father here's the message again before you know i, I was interrupted yesterday there are things the lord is dealing with within the structure of our soul those are the place where the weights are the weight that hinders you from rising from coming to the heel of the lord from coming earlier to the mountain of the lord follow me this morning i want to finish yesterday's thought by god's grace i pray the lord will grant me amen insight and, and strength we started by looking at romans chapter 12 this is where we started from but i'm going to quickly take you to another scripture i'm going to come back to romans chapter 12 thank you so much ladies thank you sister uh, priscilla sister Mer um excuse me sister tina for joining and anyone out there watching us wherever you're watching from once again it's an honor to have you join amen i do not take this lightly amen i do not take i honor men and i respect them thank you so very much yes for 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 this uh, uh powerful moment in time yes i, I just want to quickly see what sister uh, uh, priscilla is saying you can only go as far as the redemption of your soul yes that's very powerful that word just hit my spirit the lord just hit me with that now you can only go as far as the redemption of your soul oh if i was in nigeria this would have gone on a sticker i would have made a sticker out of this you know every day you look at this you look you put it somewhere you, you know you write it down you know this is what i call you know sticky word you stick them you know by by the bathroom of your house you I, i've got words like that that those are the secrets of how i develop when god brings a word like this i take it and i put it somewhere i can see every day sometimes i put it i i you know i print them then i put them at the back of my door so the moment i'm going out i see it ah, okay the lord is i'm ready lord the word keeps you going you see you have to be deliberate about the things of the spirit you cannot just be in and out in and out you know you 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 have your own thing that the word becomes secondary no if you if you place the word secondary in your life i'm telling you you will not go far the bible says the word of the lord tried joseph before he came to that point to that place to that order where he was able to interpret the dream the word of the lord tried him hallelujah so we're dealing with this point and i hope amen you and i amen will give attention we give attention as you are learning i'm also learning remember the work of you know a preacher is is twofold <laughs> yes it, it gets trained it gets prepared you know to bring the word of god but while he's bringing the word of god the word of the lord is coming amen fresh that 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 spoken word amen that dabar that outflow of god's word from his life so himself amen is learning if you don't go back to what the spirit of god is saying he said well i'm the one i'm the preacher ah you would have shoot yourself at the foot amen because the things i just said right now i know that i didn't plan that that's not part of you know my my thought patterns not what i've put, put down amen you can only go as far as the redemption of your soul that's that's a breakthrough word when you take that kind of a word amen and allow it to sink deep into the recesses of your inner life you will be changed irrespective of where you're coming from we like to hide behind you know where we're coming from what has happened to us you know what was taken from us listen i i, I began the journey of life 
from the age of four or five, if, if I'm not mistaken, I never grew with my mother and my, my, my father. That is how I began. So you can imagine how damaged, you think you're damaged? Let me speak to you, tell you about how damaged I was. There was no parents to guide me, to teach me, to show me. I was being pushed from one family to another. And they will call me coconut head. I was suffering dyslexia. Nobody knew. I was suffering with speech. I was suffering to read. I was suffering so many things. I couldn't concentrate in school. before. In fact, let me tell you this. Before I go to school, back in the day, I have to go and hawk, you know, uh, uh, here they call it pap. I will have to go and hawk pap for my, you know, for my big auntie. I will have to go hawk pap. You know, you hawk it. You know, uh, they call it in my place, you know, akamu. It's made from, you know, uh, millimil. Yes, the fine one. People like to take that in the morning. So I have to go hawk that one before I come back, amen, and go to school. That you think you've been through something you don't know. Everybody's got a story. Every one of us, that's just part of me. In all of this, I didn't know that there was, there was, there was a calling. I didn't know that there was something called the prophetic locked up on the inside of me. Listen, the enemy will keep you blind to issues, to things, to challenges, to, you know, to, to problem, fear. Amen. For, for, for you to see what God has deposited in you, what they want to bring out, you won't see it because you are forever living. Amen. In the moment of yesteryear, you are still romancing. You are still playing the movie movie amen of of age five of age four of all kinds of things and people that have passed through your life that have damaged your life amen you have no father your mother die your father die your uncle die your uncle rape you your brother you know disown you 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 know life is full of dangerous wicked people and stories but the seed of god is in you The word of the Lord is in you. God had a plan for your life. I grew up a bitter person. A very bitter person. I didn't know what to do with life. I decided I was going to join the military. I was going to join the military to deal with people in my life. Because I know that I can't go and kill them. So let me, I knew if I joined military and the reason because the reason why I said I was going to join the military is because I saw people, young people back in the day who joined the military. I was in just plateau states. Our neighbor, you know, one of the son joined, you know, Nigerian Defense Academy. When this guy comes home, I see the, the respect, just the uniform alone, the respect people accord this guy. And I made up my mind, I was going to join the army. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make something out of my life and come back and deal with families. That was my plan. You see, there is no person that is self-made. Somebody will say, somebody like me, I'm self-made. No, I'm not self-made. Because even in the midst of that, you know, confusion, God placed people in my life. God placed people. I'm not talking about Christians. Muslim. That's why I keep saying, God, you see me. <laughs> That's why if I don't say the things that I'm saying, I'm dead. I could have joined the Muslim. I could have become, I would have become today, you know, a well-known Muslim person. Because all the people that God placed in my life who helped me were Muslims. 
I'm not talking about people who put money in my life, who put shoes on my feet, who put clothes on me. We are all Muslims. Because I grew up in a Muslim environment. They were good to me. I, I wake up in the morning hearing, you know, the Muslim call to prayer. I could recite it back in the day. I could recite, you know, that Muslim prayer from beginning to the end. Without entering the mosque, I could recite it because that's how I grew up. I, and in the midst of that, think about I'm just thinking about it. In the midst of that, God had his angels watching over me. You will hear this thing, but they will not stay. You know, because the Muslim, they will try everything to be nice to you so they can, you know, woo you into their religion. But somehow I just refuse. I grew up challenged, challenged, challenged. Can you imagine growing up? You can't spell your name. I was like that. I couldn't spell my name at the age where I'm supposed to. They, I, I was, I was blank. I, I forget things. Just I, nothing stays except labor, labor, laborer, except to walk, to clean, to to sweep, to you know wash. And I, I did everything. I did everything they asked me to do. It was, it was the very reflection and definition of, of abuse back in the days. We didn't know what abuse is, but I knew that this is not how people should be treated. I will cry, I will cry and cry and cry and cry. Sometimes I cry my way to school. By the time I get to school, the teacher is teaching. I could still remember, I'm fast asleep. I'm fast asleep in the class. At some point, they sent me home. They said, no, this guy cannot concentrate. They sent me home. Then they said, I should go and learn mechanic. If I cannot study and read, go learn mechanic. Here am I today. I've written close to nine books. The second one, I'm already working on it. There was nothing good about me. I was, I was like, this one, no, forget him. They were tossing me here and there. There was a time I ran away. I literally ran away. I took a train and ran away. I was looking for my mother. Friends, I need to let you know because sometimes you see, we, 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 don't, we, we don't understand what God is doing in our life. Yes. Sister Tina, because of God. All of this is because of God. Nothing else. Sometimes we need to let people know. I need to let you know that I'm, I'm not one who, who came from, you know. Listen, my father was not a poor man. My father was wealthy, was a rich man, you know. But life did what they, what they would do to him. People did what they need to do to him. Yes. The big sisters, they told me, we know the person who made your father the way it is. Who brought your father to this point? He lost his sight. Everything that he had. He was the first to build a three-story building in the entire region of where we're living back in the days. I could still remember my father. You know, at that age, I could still remember my father playing Jim Reeves. We thank you, O Lord, for a brand new day. Oh, God, help me. I could remember my father playing Jim Reeves in the morning. 
that memory kept me alive it kept me alive because when i when i when i became i, I think I, I was age seven they told me my father is dead six or seven they told me my father is dead so i grew up not knowing that in fact my father is still alive he's just very sick he's just very sick and he was somewhere i don't know life was difficult to me it was painful i hated everything about christianity i i hated god because the people that did this to me were christians my 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 extended family are known to be you know religious people they have sit in the church in the anglican in the baptist i say how can there be god how can these people serve god and they they did this to me you see i didn't know that i was a joseph god was preparing ahead it was difficult when I finally began to understand that I've got siblings, I've got sisters, I've got brothers. Everyone had grown. We were all apart till today, till today. Me and my, you know, my, my, my family, you know, we, I mean, we, we exchange pleasantries and all of that. But we are not close as a family ought to be close. Why? Because we never grew up together. We scattered When I got to know my young sister, I mean, she was already a mother with two kids. My elder sister, the one after me, when I, when I knew her, her, yes, at least she was still a bit okay, but things were not the way. I thought they would, you know, they will, they will, you know, manifest themselves. The same with my brother sometimes my brother follows me on you know on facebook but people don't know because he bears a different surname i changed my own surname it was difficult by the time there was no place for me to stay i decided okay my brother let me stay with him because my uncle will not allow me guess what he was also a young guy, you know, trying to make, you know, make his life, trying to get his life together. I was living with, it became an issue. He drove me out because he was with his girlfriend. He drove me out. I was on the street. But at this time, I'd given my life to Jesus. So a brother took me in. I've always lived in people's house. But one thing I lay a God I've always used me to do is to be a blessing to those people. I don't know how, but my presence just bring transformation into their life. The people that I call my sisters today were, you know, people that we met in the church. The, pe the, the person who, who took me and, and took me in and gave me a place, gave me an identity. She, today, she's in Canada. She's the only sister I know with her family. That's my story. You know, you hardly hear stories like this. Men of God hardly tell you. I've got, listen, I've got history. History that if I go back to them, I will never be able to come to this dimension.
I will never be able to speak the things that I'm speaking. So you must understand, hallelujah, where I'm coming from. And when the Lord brought me to understand that, yes, you think you've got problem. You think there's somebody in your house doing you. You think that there is one woman somewhere because that's what they to told you. Yes, there's, there's that witch woman who did your father. Who did this? Who did that? Who caused this? Who caused that? There's that, you know, yes, they are there. They are there. I'm not saying they are there. And they are real. And they know themselves. Witches, wizards. You don't believe in those things, then you're a fool. They did what they did. But they didn't know that they were pushing me to my destiny. You see? When the Lord, I was in the church growing up. Growing up. Just trying to sandwich the whole thing. I, need, I think somebody needed to hear this. Because it was not part of what, you know, what I wanted to, you know, uh, you know, say this morning. But I think somebody needed to hear this. You need to understand people in context. When you don't understand people in context, you misuse, you abuse, amen, and you misrepresent God's counsel and purpose. Because God's purpose and counsel, amen, are locked a house in people. That does, that's the vessel earlier that God is working on. Give my life to the Lord. Finally, give my life to the Lord. Because I was bitter. I was angry. I hated anything called church, God. Only for me to be introduced amen, to a charismatic you know, move. And everything was looking nice. I enjoyed it. Until I realized that I was going back to my flesh. I was going back to things that I, I had left behind. And I began to search, God, there must be more. At this point, I was already, I was already, you know, an assistant. I was already a personal assistant to the man of God. So I, I made up my mind. No, I think I must, I need to go to Bible school because I, I feel God is moving in my life. Now I've, I've shot in so many things. I need to, the church had a Bible school. It was one of the best, but I knew I needed to escape from that environment. I didn't know what was going on, but some of the things that I've heard from some people that came from United you know, States, you know, who came to our church to preach, they had dropped a seed. My heart has been set on a journey. The church gave me a house. By the time I told them I was going to Bible school, they drove me out of the house. They gave me 24 hours. I will never forget. Forget. They gave me 24 hours to leave the apartment. I've got books, materials. Where am I going to put them? I had to take them to one of my aunties. The son sold many of my books, sold my things. But my heart was searching. Listen, friends. You don't bump into the things of God. When, when God finds you, he sets your, he sets your heart on a journey to find yourself. When God finds you, because you don't find God, when God finally brings you to a place where you discover him, then he sets you on a journey to rediscover yourself in him. Then the journey of self-discovery began. The journey of self-discovery began. Who am I? And I began to realize that all of these people, all of these events in my life, around my life, 
are all occasion to bring me to the point and place of discovering truth, of knowing the truth, of finding myself. And I began to learn the way of forgiveness. It was painful to forgive because remember, my chief aim and goal in life is to become a military person so I can prove a point to certain people in my family. That was my purpose. I wanted to deal with them. I wanted to tell them that I have power and my power is a military mind. Is a military mind. You know, back in the days, a military person can do anything and get away with it. Yeah, it set me on a journey to find who I am. Because all of the things I have imbibed about my life was not my true identity. The world has given me a, a false identity. Family has given me a false identity. Society has given me a false identity. Even the church that you thought you go to, you find identity. They give me religion. They gave me one side of truth. They showed me one part of God. And they didn't give me the right foundation. That's what I was speaking about yesterday. That many of us began our journey in the Lord with the wrong footing, with the wrong foundation. The things that ought to be the right bedrock, the solid, you know, footing, the footing that you build before you begin to even put materials for the foundation. That ground was not, was, was compromised from the beginning. So where you say you're giving your life to Jesus, you start, amen, yes, to rebuild, to build the foundation. You see, I discovered all of this. One of the books the Lord used to, to show me this thing, I still have it somewhere. It's a very old book. It's about foundations. I still have books that, I, that I've been carrying for the past, you know, 35 years of my, of my journey with the Lord. I still have them. So I'm not speaking head knowledge. I'm telling you experience. And if you don't come to that experience, friends, you will be roaming the mountain of religion, of tradition, of in, in, intellectual you know, knowledge. Intellectual knowledge will never bring you to a day of arrival. There are things that are good, but are not good enough to expose you to God. To expose you to you you see all kinds of things will give you an excuse they will they will tell you why you you know yes uh, you you build excuse around things you need to confront you see the message that i preach i confront the flesh because i know the flesh is deadly it's your worst enemy your flesh is your worst nightmare I have I told you I've been to all kinds of places. People, men of God, have prayed for me because I had bitterness in me, resentment, and that thing was eating me up. I could I could I could feel it. This thing's gonna kill me. And that thing exposed me to all kinds. You know, when you have bitterness and resentment and hatred, it exposed you to all kinds. It, in fact, it, it exposed you to other spirits. You will be having lust. You've been having pride. You'll be looking for, you know, material things to make up. You'll be looking for all kinds of, you see, there are certain spirits when they are there, they will expose you to all kinds of other things. 
those that door you have opened will open doors for other things to come in you see these are truth people don't want to hear people don't want to listen to but this is the pathway this are the way you grow you journey you enter the day of the lord what are, what can we say yes it's like a cancer sister priscilla it's like a cancer it will eat you up life you will hate your own self you will hate your own your own children you will hate everything around you everything around you will be appalling to you until that thing pushes you where you begin to contemplate suicide you begin to contemplate because you have imbibed the spirit of depression just because you don't know how to forgive I said just because you don't know how to forgive yourself and forgive people you see that's why me today before God and man I don't have resentment in my heart no I cannot afford to keep it that's why quickly when there's something I talk about it I release it uh, if I need to let somebody know how I feel about something people have gotten angry with me but it's a way amen of setting myself free and also setting people free i know how to walk in freedom maybe that's the next book we're well, not the next one after this one i'm writing again maybe i need to write a book on how to be free because people don't know how to walk in freedom hallelujah we have to understand everyone has got a story this is part of my story not all of my story you see when when you share your story it shows how authentic you are you see how i broke down you see how, how emotional i became because i'm sharing my story our story we keep it it's like it's mine no you don't keep it many a times we share our story but we don't share the truth we share the part that we think people should hear and relate to but when you share the true reality of who you are i'm telling you it breaks you the more it breaks you the more yes brother mother life is a journey we journey from where we are what people have done to us amen we journey out of hallelujah ungodly mindset belief system we journey out of amen false you know state of mind that's where the difficulty is you know how long it took me to leave certain things behind remember the scripture that we're talking about we're looking at this scripture all right if you if you if you allow me to show you again all right philippians thank you jesus i just want to show you philippians 3 If you look at Philippians 3, 13 to, to, 40, you know, to 14, we were reading it. Paul said, this is one thing I do. I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting what is behind me. And I'm, I'm straining. That's what he used. I'm straining for what is ahead of me. You have to strain for what is ahead. If you, listen, we can talk about what have happened to us. We can even sometimes write like my dear sister, uh, uh, Tina, she's written about a journey about you know who she is 
we can even write about those things and still not be free they say is that possible i know it's possible because i understand the soul the soul is the most complex personality you can ever deal with if you think you know yourself you don't until you know your soul Thank you, Jesus. If you ever think you know yourself, you don't until you know your soul. If you don't know who you are as a soul person, you cannot truly, fully embrace and cooperate, hallelujah, with the principle of freedom because there are issues locked, embedded. The keys have been thrown away. They are there in your soul. Demonic activity that have become part and parcel of your life expressing themselves through behavior through attitude through perspective through value through culture yes they are there these are demonic operated you know value system but you say this is who i am this is where this is who i am i was like that too i told you until i confronted the truth until or rather the truth confronted me i said wait a minute and I began, hallelujah, to make my way and journey to us. Do you know, somebody like Paul, for 20 years, was dealing with this thing that we we're talking about. This is not, oh, hallelujah, praise God. No. Paul, for 20 years, was dealing with issue. Friends, remember, let me give you again. I like to preach in context. I like to teach in context. Why are we saying all of this? Why does this amen, matter to us? Because we want to ascend. Because we want to move up. Because we want to come to the place that Joseph got to. Excuse me. Joseph, Joseph did not just one day appear in the palace and became the prime minister of a foreign land. Joseph, by the grace of God, ascended to that throne, to that point, to that place. There were, there were things, experience, challenges, processes, amen, dealings in his life that finally brought him to the point and place where the opportunity came. The king had a dream. They said, amen. Listen, the dream did not make Joseph the prime minister. The interpretation of, 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 the, of, the, of the dream of Pharaoh did not make Joseph the prime minister. No, it was the process of the dealings of God. The people, yes, his brother, his father, and all the people he met in the prison, the journey, the slave the slave trade yes the house of potiphar all of those things made up hallelujah one day just like esther if you ever think it was the beauty of esther that made esther amen the queen if you ever think because she was the most beautiful person i am telling you you missed it there are people there were people on the line that day that were more be more prettier than 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 than, than esther there were all kinds of people who had done everything in fact she was the least qualified because she was a slave. But there were values and character in her. That life, amen, has fashioned. When they throw you into the fire, God fashions something out of it. When they throw a metal in the fire, hallelujah, you know what I'm, what I'm talking about. When they throw a metal in the fire, amen, Yes, it's an opportunity to beat that metal to shape. 
many of us cannot be what God has ordained for us until they throw us in the fire. I thank God for the fire they threw me in. By now, I would have ended my ministry. By now, I would have stopped so many things that, I, that I'm doing. By now, I would have come to conclusion that certain things the Lord never ordained it for me. That certain places that I found myself, certain relationship I got myself into was never the will of God. So let me hop out. Let me look for the next, you know, door. Let me look for the next thing. Let, no, because I'm looking for something to appease myself and to make me feel good. You see, that's what life tells us. Do everything to make your life comfortable. Hey, in the things of God, there are things that Will bring you into that will not make your life comfortable amen in the now but will be paving the way for a posterity you have to live beyond yourself you have to see life beyond yourself you have to see life beyond amen what you've been through and well it's my turn to eat it's my turn now all right yes to live fine to be okay hey there is a purpose there is a there is there is a dimension that is a call of god upon your life that will not allow you to tow the way the world, hallelujah, is towing in terms of achieving something. Some of us, our achievement is to prove a point to people. And sometimes that is good, but in most cases, it may be to your disadvantage because the things that God wants you to learn, the places that God wants you to go, you won't go there because you want to prove a point. Remember my life, I've always wanted to prove a point to my family. People who call themselves family. I've, all, I've always wanted to prove a point to them until the Lord made me. Amen. To realize that eh, trying to prove a point to them is, is like drinking poison and thinking that they are the one that will be hot. Oh, somebody, God is setting somebody free this morning because I, I, before I sat down on my seat, I wasn't planning to say the things that I'm saying. But the Lord is bringing deliverance to us. Sometimes all you need is the testimony of other people. And then you are free. You see, God walked in the life of his vessel before he showed them out. Some of us, we prematurely show ourselves, reveal ourselves. <laughs> While you are all over and everybody singing your praise, then they send one little demon in the name of offense. They send one, just one tiny little demon in the name of God knows what. And there you are on the floor. It's the story we found in all the great men in the scripture who fell. Check their history. Check their beginning. Check their foundation. Is it David? Is it Saul? Time judge all of them. So don't tell me I don't know what I'm talking about. You've got to allow the Lord to open you up i was showing you this this book yesterday shattering your stronghold this is one of the books the lord used to transform my life some of the strongholds will not come come out will not you will not be free from them because somebody lay hands on you i told you i've been to all kinds of places <laughs> all kinds of prayers until i met one book in fact not liberty servant i remember children set yourself free that's one then there's another one pigs in the parlor pigs in the parlor look for it children 
that book children set yourself free i've searched for it again i couldn't find it even online well sister priscilla you're very good at this maybe god will allow you again to find this book the title is peaks in the parlor i can't remember the author but the author is the same amen is the same person that wrote our children set yourself free those two books changed my life i got freedom and it was from there god began to expose me to issues of the soul issues of the soul then i came across watch my knee how can i forget watch my knee watch my knee come on are you following the direction of the spirit this morning i'm loving this and god exposed me to watch my knee i said lord jesus i felt like somebody who's been lost i thought i mean this was i think about seven years i'd given my life to jesus and i've been doing it, it, you found pigs in the parlor. Oh my word. This is why she's dangerous. Just send the book to me, please. Send, please, I beg of you. Send, send that book to me. Pigs in the parlor. Please, and anybody who wants, they must contact you. You must send it to them if it's on PDF. Because it will change your life i can assure you pigs in the parlor children set yourself free that's a those are the title i, I can't forget you see now I, I i easily forget things but there are things i could not forget because they they they, they, they became part and parcel of my journey thank you i found watch my knee <laughs> all right <laughs> all right somebody's following lucadia uh, thank you so much uh, you need it too well thank you here you go sister priscilla there's somebody who is in need so you might have to get in contact with this person all right so, thank you for joining i didn't know there are other people watching us well, well hallelujah praise god so then i met watch my knee i found watch my knees book so many of them so many of them but the one that did it was that book called the spiritual man hey my god my lord Woo, jesus i said to my cousin i said you know what if they were looking for a material to to add to the bible <laughs> that was how crazy i was i said if they were looking for another book let's assume they say oh the bible is not complete i said you just need to take this book the spiritual man and just add it I said that that would have done <laughs> of course i was just joking but the spiritual man oh it exposed me to the things that i thought i knew the things i thought i understood I, I i said to myself how come i've been in the church all this while nobody ever touched these things nobody ever i i became angry again at the church and the lord said don't get angry don't get angry that is why I'm calling you out of this. You think this is church? This is Babylon. This is the mother of Harlot. I brought you here for you to know certain things, but now I'm bringing you out. So the Lord began to bring me out. Listen, this church that I'm talking about was one of the biggest. And in fact, the Lord used the church to set my heart on a journey because this massive church, this, I mean, I'm talking about a church back then where we're clocking 2000 on Sunday morning and the lord is helping me i'm becoming you know well known because i've got zeal but very little knowledge 
and later i became the personal assistant of this pastor of this church the personal assistant of the man of god yes i don't want to mention the name of the church but i became the personal that was how close i was to the man of god i was washing yes his things with my hand i was close to him i prepare his food i make his food i present his food to him i counted it as an honor and it was indeed an honor to me but something the lord had deposited something in my heart my heart had been set on the journey i'm i'm on a search <laughs> i'm on a search because there was one woman that was invited a prophetess hey can i remember this woman's name now i knew that there was one called georgia Pennington, but that's not the one christy moore thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit her name is christy moore christy moore very on the large side but when the woman opens her mouth whoa spirit of the lord wherever this woman is lord bless her i don't know where she is i don't know if she's still alive because of course she's alive now she'll be very you know at the old age maybe at 70s or 80s christy moore this man of god you know we go to america and invite you know gifts they will come some from tulsa back in the days you know in the early 90s it was tulsa oklahoma people from the kenneagin camp you know you know jerry Savelle and you know kenneth copeland and all of these great you know men they will come to nigeria of course they don't come but their people come for you to think that you know kenneagin had not stepped you know on the on the soil of africa that the, the the i think if i'm not mistaken I, I i stand to be corrected i think the only place ken Hagen traveled to was canada if i'm not mistaken but this is a man who sat in america but influenced the entire globe with his message his book was almost like the next bible to men 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 of god in in africa back in the days we used to receive kenny hagen i will read and i'll get excited thank god for kenny hagen because he showed me something about faith he taught me something amen about you know my rights amen in the kingdom he revealed a dimension of christ to me which was good i love it but guess what it was the first day it was the first day truth in the journey in the outer court it brought me to so many things i need to know hallelujah it taught us how to know the way the truth and the life at least from that dimension and you see what men built just from that dimension people build big things heavy things massive things schools institution then we read a lot about you know our uh, 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 robots in fact the bible school i went or a robot you know they they, they, they had you know a, a commitment to that school in Benin city nigeria I, I went to all nation for christ amen well who that was you know uh hell you know run by you know archbishop benson in daosa so you can see i've got i've got a track i've got an history a spiritual history you know i've got just like amen i had an history of my broken life of my shattered life but i also had an history hallelujah of of of, of my movement in the charismatic i was very close to archbishop benson idaosa if you know idaosa then you will shake because he was a man god used to to move and to shake amen not just africa but even america but a, a time came a time came hallelujah in the life of you know uh, uh, this man that they they literally threw him you know uh, uh what i call it you know a tomato I, I can't remember where he went to preach they literally 
throw him tomato. It was it was a disgrace. It was it was a prophetic hallelujah a, 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 a activity that showed that something had gone wrong. But before that happened, I'd already sensed because I I knew wh when this man's message began to change. Rather than you know talking and preaching and healing and delivering people that is good, at, he began to talk about money. He began to, you know, you know, uh, uh, you know, while, of course, he was trying to teach people that God, God doesn't want you to be poor. And we all know that maybe some people don't know it. Amen. But he went overboard to the point that when you say Idaosa, when you say Church of God mission is all about money, it's all about money, it's all about money. You know, they want to build this building. They have this project. Their churches earlier is all across the town, all across the land. Then church became a competition. Who's who is building the biggest building? Who, is, who has the largest, you know? And then all the children that comes to him, they they come based on the tithes they pay. In fact, he used to boast about it. This my son just gave me a tithe in dollars, and he will mention it. Then I began to my spirit began to like, but is is this God? But can this be God? But this is a this is a man of God up there. Everybody honor. And respect God is setting somebody free because friends the way the Lord is taking us this morning was not the was not what I had in mind I'm just sharing my story so that you know where I'm coming from so you don't think this guy is crazy but they're small to God yet there's another dimension we must come into all of this were odd dimensions and I realized they have become a distractions you can come into certain truth that that truth becomes a distraction for you to move up to the next level, the next height of God's prophetic amen, desire and demand for your life. Yes, your greatest enemy in the ascendance of truth, amen, is the last thing God said to you. The last word you receive, amen, can be the next hindrance to move to, to the next thing. Because yes, ah, hallelujah, praise God. And then we camp around there. But here's the trumpet coming. It's time. To, to break camp it's time to scaffold it's time to move to the next level but no wow we are going to build <laughs> three three tabernacle here one for you jesus one for moses one for elijah it cannot be more better than this come on lord <laughs> that was speed up for you because what you see at that plane is like there cannot be something else. There cannot just be anything more than this experience. Your experience are progressive. If you make yesterday experience the, the benchmark, the all mark of the realities of God, ah, you will enter into spiritism. You will enter into falsehood. You will enter into cultism. You will enter into all sorts of lies and deceit. And oh, oh, Jesus, help me. You see, God is touching something in our lives. God is touching something in our life. Our movement, amen, has to be clear and has to be you know in line with moving in christ we don't move out of christ amen to that statue to that peak to that summit amen christ is the foundation christ is the framework christ is the building stone is the building block christ amen is is the peak and the height is the expression of the glory of the father
let me go back i i, I met watch my knee my material then i also you know met some of his uh, his brother's material witness knee and they had this thing they call the brethren so but i knew there's something also wrong with this group called the brethren they're almost like an exclusive group you can you can't connect to them you if you want to connect to them there are all kinds of rules and regulations but i love the material so i took the material i refused to join them <laughs> i love the truth i took their material and i was building on that but i refused to join this clique anything that is a clique you know it's exclusive be careful there because that thing can become a cult so but watch my knees uh, uh, uh witness knee then uh, uh those material I told you about picks in the parlor and then of course liberty servant all right my dear sister go get this book liberty servant you see that's her name and that's the title shattering your stronghold i've got almost all of our books here's one this one you must get the unsurrender soul i think it was three weeks ago last week uh, uh, uh last month sister priscilla you told me that liberty server had passed away i didn't even know what a woman when she gets to heaven and she is in heaven because i know that she will receive many crowns because god used her to touch somebody like me to help somebody like me understand what ministry is and to understand who i am not all this funny you know uh peak performance you know book people are talking about you know messages people are reading you know how to discover yourself you cannot discover yourself when you have not even come in contact with who you are in your soul life the emphasis of the spirit in this new day is the salvation the redemption of the soul let me repeat it again the emphasis of the spirit of god for the body of christ in this new day if you are living in the 21st century the emphasis of god is the salvation the redemption of your soul not your spirit your spirit is saved when you die today you may go to heaven but you will never come into amen dimensions that have been prepared for you why because you never learn why because you never allow them to train you to build you it was i can't remember who was it robert robert Leiden. when he wrote that book i saw heaven he said when he was being taken around in heaven he saw a man and he was asking the question who is this they said that's paul how come this man is teaching people Paul was still teaching people in heaven because they didn't come to the knowledge of the revelation of Christ. So even in heaven, you still have to learn certain things. You say, wow, when we get to heaven, we just know everything. No. The oracles of God must be taught. The oracles of God must be well built and embellished in our spirit. Well, you may argue that. That's not for me to, you know, to argue. But I'm telling you, there are things that must be built within us. And for those things to be built, certain things have to be dealt with. Amen. The areas of our soul, like I said, there are things you don't know about yourself. Oh, you presume by you as well. I know, I know who I am. You, you know, you sing that song. I know, I know who I am. You don't know yourself until, amen, they shine the light of God. 
There are people when they turn on the light, they hide. They just do this. Hey, no, no, it's too bright. It's too, it's too bright. They hide. And there are people when they turn on the light, they look straight to it and they become blind. Hear the word of the Lord. They become blind for three days because when you, when you take in the light of God, <laughs> when you take in the light of God, the first thing that light does is it blinds you. The light blinds you. Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Who are you, Lord? Okay, at least he's wise enough that the person speaking to him is, is God, is Lord. Why are you persecuting me? Ah, how can I be persecuting you? Well, the things you've been doing to my people, you're doing it against me. You'll be blind for a season, they said. The Bible said a light shone from heaven. Hit him on the face. The guy was looking. This is a man, amen, who was very proud, strong, amen, hefty, hijacked, amen, a, a, a well-known man. He was looking for somebody help me. Nobody wants to enter that dimension because at that point, you lose your sense of what? You hear the word of the Lord. When you come to issues of the kingdom now when you give your life to jesus when they when they begin to introduce you to the issues of the kingdom the first the first thing you are going to begin to feel amen is disorientation because all your entire knowledge and wisdom of life amen collapses you don't know who you are again that's why we say well, i don't know what's going on in my life hey, hey the, no because you've always been in charge you've always been in control amen you know how to control the thing that's the world we like we like the world where we can control if i don't like this channel poof, change it if i don't like that channel true change it amen if i don't like this movie change it amen in the things of god sorry it doesn't work like that uh, 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 this channel is not changing what's going on change the battery you, it's still the same thing amen you run from isaiah you run somewhere you are still going to hear that same truth you run from amen is that to another you were still going to hear that truth because that is the channel the lord amen wants you to see these are the things that want you to hear to build you to make you to empower you hallelujah yes to align you there's a reason why they brought you to this point those of you listening and watching me there's a reason why they led you here if you run from south africa and say hey i don't want to hear this thing you run somewhere else. I can bet you there will be somebody that will send there. The person will continue from where Isaiah stopped or from where you left. You say, what's going on here? Yeah, because that's the word of the Lord for you for the season. That's the impression of God for you for the season. You'll be blind for a season. Three days. Saul of Tarsus was blind. They led him into the city. You know what that means? Is a way of God making, preparing his man. They led him into the city. It's amazing that he's the only one that got blind. There were other soldiers following him. Other people there with him. How come they were not struck with the same light? Because at that moment in time, they were concentrating on one man. You see, I understand that. That's why I'm not into 
the largest who's how many people following me the largest crowd the like oh how many likes do i get no you know a few days ago i just realized that our facebook uh, not facebook uh, um, um youtube god had, had shown mercy on me from 73 i, I realized that we're 80 wow i said 80 glory to jesus lord jesus i give you glory and praise because i know that those those 80 people must be looking for something beyond what men call church today. Must be searching for something beyond just the peripherals. Their heart must be longing, must be questing for more, more of God. If you get to my, my, my platform and you are no longer searching, I'm going to put fire in your bombs. Is it that that fire makes you adjust or you find a way to jump out? Because there's no comfort here. What to them who, has, who, are, who are at ease in Zion? Even if you are giving me 20,000 every month, I will put fire in your bombs. The more you bless me, the more I make demand on you. Because that's the intention of God. The blessing is not for my eyes to be shut to your flaws, to your weakness. To your failures to your excuses no we bless to advance the intentions of god so if you're blessing because or uh, you want to manipulate the man of god oh sorry you got the wrong man because the day you stop blessing me another door opens the work of god continues because it's not about me it's not about me it's not about me. We built an entire work in Nigeria. When the time came for me to leave, I left it. Everything, everything, everything left it. Because it's not, it's not the material thing. It's not the financial thing. It's the heart of man. It's, it's what you wrought in people. It's what you build in people. My work, hallelujah, the value of my work, the worth of my work is within the heart of man. And I want the best to do this work. But I'm not going to amen, take the best to compromise. I'm not going to do that. You see, I like to say this so that people listening to me can listen and know who I am and know what I stand for. If you don't continue to speak about your values, something will happen to you. You will compromise. You know, when I speak like this, people who love me, who know me, who appreciate me, that's when they bless me the more. They say, we hear your heart. And therefore, we're going to do more. We're going to bless you the more. When we started the project of, of my office, God used one woman, just one woman, to sow that seed from United Kingdom. And ever since then, she has stopped following me. Or maybe she's following me, but I don't know. But, you know, she doesn't comment on my work again but maybe that is what god sent her to do i mean i can't get angry with her no i'm i so much love that god used that to sow that seed she sent a message to me i said i want to be a blessing to you how do how how can i get this money across to you Thirteen thousand. that's what what she sent to me from uk amen amount to when i changed it amen amen and that was the foundational seed that began the office project came from outside south africa 
You tell me that's not God. And God have started that. The one who laid the foundation, you think he's not going to finish it? He will finish it. But not at, not at amen, this, the state of, or, or the position of compromise. I will never do that. The project will rather stay there. You see, I'm showing you kingdom patterns. Kingdom patterns. And nobody gives to what we're doing, amen, will lose their reward because God is not a debtor. He's not, he's not a debtor. I'm showing you something, hallelujah. I've not forgotten what we're talking about. Is this a part of the values and principle that must align your heart? What do you have that you have not received? If you have received it, if they gave it to you, why are you behaving as if, amen? It was not a gift. That's scripture. When you come to this platform, heaven will put you on the scale. They will weigh you. They will test you. Yes. They're doing something in our life. You know why? Because heaven wants people that will represent its prophetic kingdom initiative in this new day. This new day is called the third day. Amen. I said it before. Let me repeat again. Amen. A new day was ushered into the earth. Amen. In the year 2020. Something new began to happen across the earth. And of course, within the church, a new day has begun as the devil, amen, has intensified his activity, amen, to make sure the counsels and the purposes of God are nullified. As, as he continued to release, amen, false light, amen, false apostles and false prophets, amen, into the mainstream church and of course, into the nation. As he continued to create mayhem across the earth and create wars all over the earth, a new day of church must emerge. A new day of the ecclesia must emerge. A kingdom-minded set people must emerge who know how to counter, but not just to counter, who know how to be on the offensive against the works of darkness. Or else, the church will have to be around for the next Maybe God knows how many hundred years. Because the work of God must be fulfilled. The Lord is coming for a church without spot, without wrinkle, and without blemish. So God will take you through all that he needs you to go through. To come to the place, amen, of, of, of awareness. To come to the place, yes, where you are meet for the master's use. And all of this speaks into how we understand the nature of our soul. So Romans 12, we began to deal with this yesterday. Don't be conformed to this world. That's all I've been talking about. Some of us, we are born into the conformity of the world system. We were born into it. We, we talked about that yesterday. You were born into it. You see, all that I've explained about my life automatically exposed me amen, to the world system. Certain values, beliefs, standards. You were born into it. You, you never planned for it. You didn't wake up and decide I'm going to be X, Y, Z. You understand? So you have to be awakened in your mind and say, no, this thing ought not to be. I'm not going to allow this thing in my life. I'm not going to allow this thing in my space. I'm not going to allow, because if I do, it's going to patch. It's going to move to my children. It's going to move to the next generation. So I will have to fight it, deal with it, and make sure it ends with me. So the next you know, generation, posterity, can move into God's counsel. 
So you see, we're not just fasting for ourselves. We're also fasting because of God's prophetic desire and design for the next generation. So when you deal with the issue that you are not being conformed to this world, it paves the way, amen, for the light of God to flow into your realm, into your space. You're not conformed to this world. You're not conformed to the way they think, to the way they reason, to the way they believe. Hallelujah. You are not conformed to it. You refuse not to. To conform means to, 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 to give in. It means to compromise. Well, that's what everybody does. Well, everybody drinks. So why can't I also drink? Why can't I also just have, uh, you know, you know, uh, two bottles, one, one, two bottles. I mean, Sunday, come on, it's Sunday. It's a relaxing day. Let's just have one or two bottles. No. When somebody or situation or an environment compel you to do things that you are not convinced, that you are not sure of, amen, that shows how weak you are. And listen to this. People, people are spirits. And people express their, their spiritual state through their personality. Certain people have very strong personality. Where, wherever they go, everybody just listen to them. And if you don't listen to them, they make they do things that makes you listen to them. That's who they are. And sometimes it's a terrible spirit. Because God says do the opposite. So you have to understand who you are. The world system has given us all kinds of definition. Say, oh, some people are just melancholy. You know, this is <laughs> what. One of my friends, you know, a few years ago got angry with me. I've been busy writing, so I've not, I've, we've not chatted for a while. So one day he sent me a message. He said, hey, you, what's, been, what's wrong with you? Why have you not been chatting? Why have you not? I said, but you should have known that, you know, if you're not hearing from me, it's because I'm busy doing what. So he got angry with me. I, and, I, and I told him, of, I said, but he's wrong. He said, well, that's my, that's my melancholy, you know, attitude. I said, you, you something is wrong with you you are supposed to be a child of god you're supposed to be speaking from the point of truth not from the point of secular knowledge you want to mix secular knowledge with the things of the spirit how can you do that until today he cut he just cut himself away from me i said well praise god maybe it's not meant to be because i don't have an issue with you i'm just trying to correct you because that's the you know human psychology will tell you humans are like this are like that are like some of them are right but most of the things they tell you are not in alignment with biblical truth you don't know yourself until you know the word of god because the word of god is what reveals to you amen yes who you are and the things amen that ought not to be your life the word of god will tell you issues of the soul don't be conformed to this world Jesus said, love not the world, not the things of this world. For he who loved the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Excuse me, but God so loved the world, amen. Yes, that he gave his only son. Can you see that? Oh, is that not contra 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 contradictory? No, it's not contradictory because God, amen, loves the world. He didn't love, he's not loving, amen, the cosmos. He's loving, amen, the people. You think God doesn't love, you know, uh, uh, the gay people? You think God doesn't love those people who are into lesbians? You, you think God doesn't love, amen, people who are captured in all kinds of identity that they don't want to be called he or she today? Some people tomorrow, they'll be calling themselves goats. 
they'll be calling themselves all kinds of things that is how crazy that is how lost people are today and listen it's not enough to look at that and conclude people are just terrible you've got to see the spirit that has been unleashed into the world space and we have to know how to fight that spirit because many of these people who are into all these little groups into this you know idea and beliefs many of them are suffering i mean sister metal she's not connected today but you know she's not she's they are creating an initiative to fight in the, on behalf of people who have been abused because they are gays because they are lesbian i'm not going to be able to do such a thing because that's not my calling god has called her into that era and i support her amen yes as a spiritual covering as a mentor i support her doing that amen because i won't say because a god hates gay meaning that he he, he he hates the people god does not hate the people he hates the act and god will not say because he hates the act the, the act amen they must burn in hell no that is not the god that i know so we have to know how to separate and differentiate this this amen this idea of love okay i love you enough to tell you the truth when I see somebody, amen, who believes in this thing, I tell them, but you know, this is not right. You know, this is not God's will for your life. All right. You are, you're a man. You want to be a woman. Why do you want to be a woman? No, that's not, that's not a political statement. That is a statement that deals with your life because those who wake up later in the future and suddenly realize, wait a minute, this thing is killing me. I want to go back to my true identity. They can't go back again. And if they go back, it's like, it's difficult for them to even make the transition. And today to make it worse the europeans and americans are pushing this idea on children 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 come on then he said we should be quiet about it and we should not see anything everything should just be you know on the door everywhere hallelujah praise god no even the church are opening themselves to these things that's not love that's not love love is 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 manifested in truth there is no truth without love you know in my in, in my immediate family my, my my wife the sister she's a lesbian she knows where i stand but guess what she also knows that i love her she also knows in her heart that hey isaiah loves me but she knows where i stand I'm not going to compromise with your stand with your position about this thing no i'm not going to accept that but i will not also you know ostracize you push you away no i will draw you close because i want you to be free because one day god may just open your eyes one day just like the prodigal son you may just bible said he came to his senses what have i done just like people today are coming to their senses about this issue what have i done to myself what have i done to my life what have I done? Well, there's opportunity to change. There's opportunity to be free. There's opportunity to be delivered. So that's the message the church should be passing. We should, we should balance the message of love, not hate. So kudos to Sister Myrtle for standing with these people to challenge them. And I said to her, you know, may God continue to give you the wisdom. And you need to deal with this because it's a very sensitive one. Don't let them for one minute believe that because you cite them, you, you pray, you are agreeing with them, you're, you know, you're fighting for them, that you condone their belief. Don't, because you can't believe two things. For God so loved the world. Yes, which world? The world, the world of the gays, the, the world of the lesbians, the world, amen, of, of, of evildoers, 
the world of Satan worshippers. Jesus, why? Bible says, why we are still in sin? Are you seeing that you've got to have a holistic understanding about the scriptures? Don't don't just go there and, and smash people with the scripture and say you will perish and go to hell because you are gay. That's not God's will. God wants you to show love. In showing love, you've got to take your stand. No, this is what God says about this thing. We are not going to debate that, but I'm going to do whatever I can do. I'm going to move out of, if I, if I can give you my, my eyes, I will give it to you, but I'm not going to compromise. I'm not going to agree that you were born this way. There is a spirit, there is a demon, there is all kinds of issues around it. And I can understand that many people came into this thing because of what happened to them because of their experience yes many were raped many were abused even by family members in this part of the world in south africa it happened because a father raped their daughter don't we know that everybody keep quiet those are the things that we're not talking about those are the things people are not talking about people have been raped by you know people that they they, they, they trusted imagine your own uncle coming to rape you raping babies and they're thinking that you know when when you rip a baby suddenly you get healed yeah from from uh, hiv whoever told them that you know lost it all these things are part of issues locked up within the soul that's why i keep saying friends we don't even know who we are our soul is so complex our soul is like a chameleon <laughs> your soul today is showing you a uh, color blue and you're like, well, I'm blue, I'm blue. Tomorrow, your soul shows you green. Say, so, all from the same point. Well, I'm green, I'm green. And then tomorrow, your your soul shows you red. Ah, well, we feel like red today. Well, I'm red, I'm red, I'm red. So who are you? <laughs> oh, Jesus, help me. Are you getting the point that I'm making? The soul is too complex for you to understand because that thing is feeding from the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. People who are feeding, who are strongly feeding from the, from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, there is no way you can convince them. There is no argument you bring to them. They will flaw you. As I'm speaking right now, if this is a debate, oh, they would have shut me up. They will bring something from the order of the soul. What can you say? What can you do? I'm not seeking to win an argument because that itself is soulish. Seeking to win an argument is soulish. Don't you know that? I'm only seeking to make the word of God clear. At least let people have the opportunity to know what the scripture says about every area of life. And guess what? There are no areas of life that God is silent. I've, I've always said that. There is no area that you are in need, that you are searching for light, that God, amen, has not provided light. There's no area that you will go to God and God will say, ah, uh, I really don't know what to do. I, I really don't have an answer for that area. I think you should make your own decision. There's nothing like that. It's nothing like that. God has given us a direct, you know, a precise, prescribed, amen, answer to every questions of life. No matter how technical, no matter how challenging, no matter, even questions we don't know how to articulate, there's a, there are answers for them. I said there are questions we don't even know how to articulate them. 
we don't know how to frame them god has answer for them because he's the creator is the definer is the very definer amen of wisdom and knowledge hallelujah he's the one who placed in the garden the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and every other tree and man decide to go to where they told him not to go to are you getting this point friends so no matter how complex your problem is god has an answer you just need to follow his pace, you need to follow his pace. It's the pace. Not just his pace. Follow the pace. Yes, the way he wants to show you. Because certain things, God will not just bombard you with them. Hey, here's the answer. No. They will take you from one level to another. They will, because you see, truth is progressive. Truth is progressive. There are truths right now that you can't handle. There were truths you thought you could handle. Some of you following me. There were truths you thought you can handle, handle two, three years ago. Now we bring the truth. Now you are hiding. Now you are. We can't find you again. We can't find you. We're like, hey, what's going on? Ah, no, no, no. I'm not ready for this one. No, this is this is just too crazy. Like they said, no, I'm not ready for this world. But I thought you said you're ready. I thought you said you want the truth. Are you really? Are you really prepared for the truth? Can you handle the truth when it comes? The world is afraid of the truth. That's why they're coming with all kinds of, amen, you know, counterfeit. And they're coming with all kinds of lies and deceit. They're coming with all kinds of alternatives, amen. They're, they're, I mean, they're trying to rewrite the history of man. They're trying to rewrite the history, amen, of, 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 of themselves. They're trying to, you know, like make certain things just, they never existed. It's impossible. Even dictionary today, they're authoring it. There are certain words you look for. They're like, is this right? <laughs> That's the world we live in. It's a crazy world. So if you are in search for God, your heart must be on the journey. Don't let anybody fool you or lie to you or deceive you. Deception amen, is the hallmark of the day that we live in. Seduction, deception coming through amen, the channel of seduction seduction is is very powerful because seduction connects to something in you that you like nobody gets seduced for <laughs> of what they don't like nobody tempts you of what you hate is that well i i hate smoking but somebody tempted you to smoke no but if you if you like beautiful things you can easily be tempted amen by a beautiful man or beautiful woman or a beautiful car you understand a beautiful house come on we get tempted by what we love what we like so you stay away from such temptation yes the bible says flee from every appearance of evil flee from every appearance so if if you can't stand a man watching women dancing and shaking their their, their bottoms there you know you see all of this all of this now is there on facebook you see them it's there because facebook is trying to gain more popularity so now <laughs> they're releasing all guns everything is allowed on facebook now everything just come why because you know is it is 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 about money you know it's about shareholders you know i don't know we gotta make more money all right so now you can you can now on you facebook you can see blue movies they, i've seen some like god help me in fact some time ago i was contemplating leaving facebook but i thought of all the people that you know follow us on facebook if not for the people following us and this kind of platform i would have left facebook and just go to my uh, uh 
what's that one uh -uh. not instagram is owned by facebook there's this other one what's what's the name now telegram i would have gone to telegram because i've got an account in telegram but we have very few people there on telegram following us no we actually know us because it's that is dangerous it's it's a jungle out there on 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 facebook you see you see there are channels that they will show you naked women you know I've, I've seen i'm like no this this cannot be right but that's the world we live in they say if you can't take it leave that's it that's what that's a message so flee from all appearance of evil whatever it is that you know if there's something you know that the enemy can use to entice you because it's not just about the enticement it's about something they want to sell to you it's about something they want to connect you to hallelujah somebody getting this through what what a way of the lord amen this morning what a way of god speaking to us do not be conformed to this world and i began by sharing my life my story where i'm coming from because sometimes you think well this man is just he doesn't have a feeling he doesn't know who i am he doesn't know where i'm coming from well i think sometimes you need to know where i'm coming from so you understand amen what the lord has placed in my hand the grace the, the wisdom that God has placed in my hand. I also learned from people who have gone ahead of me. There are people in the scripture that I followed. Amen. Their lifestyle. Amen. Look at the life of somebody like, you know, Joseph. Look at all he went through. All because of God's mandate for his life. The Bible says the word of the Lord went ahead of him. God has gone ahead of you and is calling you to be ready and to be prepared so i'm praying for you if you're going to church this morning may your heart align to this thing amazing it's just nine o'clock may your life align to this truth this this truth may your soul continue i guess we're going to continue on this line because I, i'm not done with few things that i wanted to talk about this morning but wow what what a declaration what a word what an exaltation what an impartation I pray that your life will continue to search. Don't leave this world and say, well, I, I'll do my thing. I tell you, two, four, three years time, you will still come back and say, uh-oh, I, I must go back to that truth because you're not going to go to the next level until this level is established. The establishment of one level leads us to the next. Hallelujah. So once again, thank you so very much thank you so much uh, 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 my dear sister uh, Locadia thank you uh, for, for joining really appreciate it uh, I want to bless God amen for your connection all right and I hope I pray that um, somebody will uh, uh, will reach will reach out to you uh, in fact if I'm not mistaken I think uh, you are the friend to uh, sister Priscilla if I'm not mistaken I think you are so I'm sure you can easily you know uh, get hold of that book all right uh, thank you brother Mervyn also for joining amen thank you for the work thank you sister um sister myrtle is not here sister tina thank you you don't know yourself until you know your soul yes very powerful very very powerful and precise word amen. thank you everyone we love you we continue to pray for you may you have a wonderful fulfilling and a blessed day may the lord continue to perfect his intention in your life may this day hallelujah remind you of the glory and the beauty and the majesty of god because indeed the lord wants to reveal to us his glory and his majesty don't forget friends today is our seventh day in this prayer and fasting our transition amen we are 
entering, we are moving to new height, amen, on the hill of the Lord, towards the mountain of God. We are believing God to continue to help us to advance towards his intentions. May his intention, amen, be found and may they prosper in our hands. God bless you. Enjoy your Sunday. Hopefully we'll see you in the evening or maybe in the afternoon if the Lord direct me. But continue to stay tuned and continue to pray for me. Please, I need your prayer. I mean, I'm fasting and I'm writing at the same time. I tell you, I need your grace. I need a, a prayer. I need, you know, a lot of, a lot of prayer because it's really telling on, on my body. But God is able. God bless you. We'll see you again.